Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom! <laughs> and that's, yeah, explosions. Yeah. Explosions. We still yeah. haven't got to the to the level of where we can pay for those fake explosions and smoke we machines and all that good stuff. Yeah. Not yet, we but podcast. we'll get there. Yeah. I do yeah. have a steam machine at my office because there's a steam room. I just want to be lowered in by like lowered in by like cords and stuff. Uh huh. Is that too much? Like in um, Spinal be... Tap with the Stonehenge right. comes down. Disco ball, right. fog yeah. machine. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, yeah. Have you have you seen Spinal? <laughs> this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, a long time ago. This one goes up to <laughs> right. And I love the the Stonehenge, the little tiny yeah. coming down on the stage. So, and this well, episode is going to go up to 11. Craig, who do we have here today with uh, us? Well, my man, we have Patrick Albrecht and he is with Associated Insurance Administrators. We're going to be talking Ooh. a little bit about commercial today. Ooh, so I love it. Which we don't touch on a lot, but I'm not very excited. Exactly. Not enough because mm. it's so fascinating. It's so fascinating that in our world, we just avoid it, but... I think that there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of agents. And if you've talked with, if you've listened to the Carruthers, David Carruthers ap- episode or so even to, to his podcast, what is a uh, power producers podcast, which is phenomenal. Yes. You need to get yourself on that one, Patrick, but we got you yeah. first. So 100%. this is hundred percent. He is a podcast virgin and this is his first podcast. He doesn't look I love as nervous it. as he did at the beginning. So this is great. And he's not nervous. I'm just kidding. Craig, what about a round of speed, speed breakers, breakers? Speed breakers. Speed breakers. Speed breakers. Speed breakers. Can you set the clock, please? We have, set. We have 11 seconds on the clock, and here we go. Try to get through all of it in 11 seconds. Have you ever had a mullet? No. First crush? Um, Don't say mom. No. <laughs> That's what you would say, Mr. Uh, Jason. Now, yeah, you, you've already tripped me up on that. That's all right. We'll pass. Most embarrassing thing uh, your who mom... Was the, who, was oh. the, who was the girl in uh, E.T.? Oh! Uh, E.T. with a wig on? She was cute. What no, about yeah. when E.T. had the wig on? Yeah. It was, I don't it was think it was. She grew up to be freaky. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Most embarrassing thing your mom ever caught you doing? <laughs> I wish everybody This is one of these things where I think that was a if, good one. If, if you actually answer it, then you're lying. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. the fastest speed ever driven? Fast speed ever driven, 145. Ooh, that is a respectable speed. Favorite cereal? Uh, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, good one. Nice. How many kids? Three. Have you made cry? Please wait for the question. Uh, At least three. I know that for sure. Sure. Count Chocula or Count Dracula? Chocula for sure. Yeah. Fastest mile? 725. That's pretty good. Respectable. Favorite flavor? Chocolate. I love that question. And nobody ever says favorite flavor what? Right. Favorite flavor. (laughs) Dogs or cats? Dogs. You're lucky. The first time that somebody says cats, we're just going to end the interview. Yeah. And well, somebody did that. One person yeah. said cats. Was it a doodat? Nope. <laughs> what? Tacos yeah, or burritos? Tacos. <laughs> yep. Correct. Favorite <laughs> video game? I don't know how this one got in there, but yeah, okay. I love it. 
Good Galaga. Galaga. Dude, Galaga. That's, I loved it. That's when why you, that question's in there. Yeah. Is because that answer right there. You know when the when you you'd let them steal your ship and they take it up to the top and then you yeah. get to have the double whammy? That was the best. Yes. Uh Trump or Biden? Trump. <laughs> oh wow. It just goes out. <laughs> nice. And it. I love it. That, my love friend, it. is speed breakers, and you just speed came breakers! in under eleven just under eleven seconds. That was not eleven seconds. <laughs> But you Dude, took I it to love 11. Galaga. I can yeah. like that sound is like imprinted in my brain yep. when they, they start dropping the stuff. I used to play it on it's the so sit down one at the ice cream yeah. bar in town. The sit down. It's always in the yeah, like wherever you had to wait for something. Yeah, going Pizza out to dinner or, or something like that. It was right there, and it was fun to play. You, you never tried to beat it because uh, it got crazy. There's no chance you're ever going to beat that or yeah. or Pac Man. Could but, you be? I'd get pretty far in, in Ms. Pac Man. Regular Pac Man. I bet was you tougher. would. <laughs> you stop, Mr. Jason. <laughs> Feel as sassy. Let's you jump are, in. Let's die. <laughs> you are sassy. <laughs> Patrick, so mm. the last question, and I forgot to ask you this, but what was the first concert you ever went to? And take us all the way back to the beginning. Far back as you can ever remember. First concert, Phil Collins. Oh, wow. Oh. Back in the day. You're f- oh. Love it. I think. Wow. So, I'm yeah. feeling it. I'm feeling play? it. I can feel it calling in uh, the air today. Yeah, all the good ones. Was it, were you at the one where it was the, wasn't it that he sang that song was to some murderer and then they went and got him or something? I don't know. Some <laughs> story about that. Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, stories behind yeah. that. Yeah. Well, no, well that, take that us was back. very memorable. And I was 18, I think 18. Yeah, 18. In 1990? Uh, went with a couple friends and there were a couple older women next to us who were probably uh. 30. Glass <laughs> beer and uh, it, was, it was a lot. You got wasted, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. That is fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, we're about the same age because I was teen and I think it was 1891. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm already filling it. So let's go back to Phil Collins mm. and what got you from Filthy Phil all the way into today rocking in the insurance business for over 20 years. Yeah. Fill it up with a bunch of information. <laughs> okay, so uh, one of my favorite movies growing up was Top Gun. Mm. Wanted to be yes. With so, the uh, went to the Air Force Academy. Oh, but wow. didn't get to fly coming out of there. A lot of different reasons. Long story. Anyway, oh, it, because you drank at the Phil Collins concert. Do what? <laughs> you got in trouble. From drinking at the Phil Collins yeah. concert. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but uh, was was an engineer in the Air Force for five years. Got out. Got my MBA while I was in the Air Force and uh, wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I came out, but my dad was in the insurance business, so I said, well, let's get the truck. And 21 years later, here I am. Well, take us through that. So you got to fill okay. in a little bit of so, fill in uh, yeah. the details. Yeah, I didn't want to waste your time. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. We're getting to know <laughs> each other. <laughs> uh, yes, let's see. Started out working for my dad. Did that for about six years. And then being the entrepreneur, he is sold the business and to work for the company that he sold it to out of Atlanta, which was a fairly large size wholesaler managing general agency and did a lot of work on the marketing and sales side for them. About the time they were going to get me to move to their home office and take over their marketing department, I uh, got the opportunity to come work here at AIA, and that was about seven years ago. Came into AIA as a business development uh, 
marketing, sales, just kind of working that side of the business. Uh, they were looking to expand into other lines besides workers' comp, which is mm-hmm. uh, kind of the bread and butter of what we do here. And so I came in and helped them with that. We acquired a small excess and surplus lines wholesale operation down the road and then I grew it and sold it. And uh, now we're uh, gone through a recent reorganization, refocus on our work comp program, looking for opportunities to grow that. And they also wanted to change up the leadership in the company and the president role had always been with one of the owners who's not here in the day-to-day operations. So they moved the president role into the company and I took, took that position about four months ago. Oh, love it. Well, welcome, Mr. President. Yeah. Yes. I want to know when you first started, what was the marketing and sales department? What did that look like at that point? Here or when I first started in the insurance business? When you first started in the insurance business. And I want to know that whole evolution. So for us, and I've always worked in the wholesale business, so I've been in that. uh, Our customers are the retail insurance agents. Uh, We represent multiple insurance company markets, and uh, and our marketing is geared around getting insurance agents to want to do business with us versus the competitors that are out there for Mostly commercial lines. We've done some personal lines over the years, but marketing was at that time was really door to door. I mean, we were on. We had multiple marketing representatives, and I spent a lot of time doing that myself when I first came into the business. Just going out and uh, getting in front of our customers and trying to sell our uh, sell what we did at the at the wholesale operation there. So uh, a lot of knocking on doors, and back then it was a lot of cold calls. So it wasn't. Uh, like we have it today where everything was laid out, more organized, and we figure out where we're going to go, what we're going to say before we even walk in the door back then was go to a small town, and if there were free insurance agents, you were knocking on doors and looking at your list and asking to speak to that guy. And one of my favorite, I mean, not a great story, but one of my favorite stories was walking into this insurance agent. I pulled my list out, and I said, can I see, speak to so-and-so principal? Passed away last year. So <laughs> one of those interesting calls where you walk in and have to kind of backtrack and think on your feet as quickly as you can while you're uh, working through that and still get them to say, oh, well, do business with us. Yeah. I would have said, so do you have a Ouija board? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, it was a lot of handwritten notes and coming back and and distributing those out to the uh, underwriters and letting, letting everyone know where the opportunities were and trying to market from that standpoint. But it was it was very relationship based, and there's you know that's still a big part of where we are today. You know that's one thing that hasn't changed is the the relationship aspects of marketing and getting to know your customer and understanding what their needs are and face to face makes such a big difference. Yeah, we've noticed that over the last year with everything that's been going on with COVID. So. Did, I don't know if you may have done this, but back in the olden days, before there were CRMs and lead management systems and all this stuff, we used to... So I learned... I mean, I did sales at a car dealership for a while, and that was just more walk-on traffic. But I went to Merrill Lynch, and when I was there, it was a ton of prospecting. And one of the... There was pre-CRM. I mean, there were computers, but the internet was pretty new, and there wasn't social media or anything. But what we did was we had folders. So you had like 
paper folders and they were numbered one through 31 and for the day of the month. And you would just, if you called somebody, you had your slip because they'd hand you leads. Like they'd take the print out from the dot matrix, you know, and they'd cut all these leads and they'd give them to you. You'd get whatever a day and, and you call them and whatever the result was, okay, I'll follow up in two weeks. Then you'd put it in the folder. That was the 14th. It was the first. And that was our CRM. And I think I already it, fell asleep. I know. I know. <laughs> Jason knows nothing of those days. So. Yeah, ours was the map, and you pick out the territory that you're going to go visit. Oh wow! In that territory, and then yeah, there. yeah. No, I actually was around during those days mm-hmm. when I was in my early 20s. I got a job at AAA. You know AAA Insurance, Craig? I've heard of them. Yes. Yeah, that's in Cal. Anyways, yeah. got a job there. They trained me. They actually paid really well. I couldn't pass the, well, I was probably the wrong candidate for the job first (laughs) off. And I was, you know, more focused on my music career, let's say. And I didn't pass the test, but I was working there and selling under their umbrella. And they did. They had the folders. I didn't do well. Oh, yeah. No, I was fired. (laughs) (laughs) Did you use the folders? No, I didn't do anything. I just showed up. Hung over yeah. and right, just the party yeah. days. Yeah, yeah those, those days. Those were the days. The insurance association meetings, the conventions, the conferences. It was one big yeah. party. Yeah. Of course, a lot of networking got done there too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing with events now. It's there's a good amount of value that you can grab, but there's so much value in talking to the other agents and and learning best strategies and that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully I, that'll happen again someday. Well, and we're starting to get back into yeah. that. We've um, been able to visit a few agents in this area in the last you know, month to two months. Huh. Starting to see that open back up. But we learned a lot over the last year. We learned a lot about how we can get more value out of that space meeting by doing some pre, you know, pre-work on the uh, lead generation side of it and qualifying those leads and then going through that process of, making those uh, introductions and conversations and determine where that value is, where that opportunity is, and then engaging with the, uh, with the face-to-face. That, nowadays, that's so expensive. Back when we were talking about the early days, it wasn't that expensive to send somebody out and right. do those, uh, knocking on doors and calling on people, and you might visit with somebody and not get anything out of it, but no big deal. But now it costs us to $300 just to send, have somebody walk through the door of an insurance agency. And so to try to manage that, we've spent a lot more time in the last four or five years really trying to develop out our, uh, yeah. our systems and platforms to give us that, uh, give us that advantage on the front end. Well, everything is so analytically driven now. And I think it was just so challenging to really do that back in the old yeah. days, you know, that is king now. So yeah, you can figure out how to get it and do something with it. I mean, we have so much data now. It's getting to the point where how do we filter through it efficiently, find the you know find the real opportunities. Yeah, you can get in that analysis paralysis if you yeah. take all of it and try to use it. It's like because it's so awesome, right? Oh, I have all this stuff, but Spend all day looking yeah. at data versus picking up the phone and calling yeah. the customer. And yeah. Yeah, we do a ton of calls. We have a telemarketing company off to the side. And, and so we just, there's so much data that you can look at, but we like to focus, okay, how many dials, how many contacts, and just keep it simple. And really, it's the same kind of pipeline that you'd 
would have done back then. Yeah. Just easier to track it. Yeah, absolutely. So AIA is the wholesaler, right? Right. And I'm not as familiar with wholesalers in our business, only because from the retail side, we're, we are captive. So not really anybody comes and talks to us. I know when I was at Merrill Lynch, the wholesalers from the mutual funds and all that would come in constantly. And I'd love, I'd love meeting with them because they would always come with a great idea. That was their way in the day. Hey, you have a minute? I have a great idea about prospecting. So is it similar in you guys are connecting with agents where you come up with some, some great ideas to get your foot in the door? To be hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do... Uh, write 100,000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah. Which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to be well, awesome. And it's, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.